Hey, I'm JB. And I'm Doug. And, and we, we are, are your Kraken Captains. Welcome and thanks for joining us for a unique episode of the Kraken Captains podcast. Uh, we wanted to give you guys an inside look at the home opener at Climate Pledge Arena. The greenhouse, baby! Oh, yeah. We planned to bring it to you in the last episode, actually, but unfortunately, we lost the audio. A little technical difficulties. Those things happen. But the good news, uh, you guys get a, a special episode uh, just for this. So here it is. All right, Doug, let's, uh, let's hit it. Into the maelstrom, we will take you. Let's give you the breakdown for October 23rd, the home opener for the Kraken against the Canucks at the Climate Pledge Arena. Vince Dunn scores first for the Kraken with four seconds left in the first period with assists from Adam Larson and Eunice Donskoy. Halfway through the second period, we found ourselves in a tie when Horvat scored an equalizer, but early in the third, our captain... Oh, captain, my captain! That's right, baby. Mark Giordano put one in the back of the net to take the lead with assists coming from Jared McCann and Alexander Wenberg. Unfortunately, the Canucks came roaring back when an opportunity presented itself with a bad penalty that swung the momentum their way, and they closed out the win at four goals to two. Yeah, that, uh, I mean... It was right there. It was right there at our fingertips. Uh, we had our opportunities. We came out and scored first. High energy, I think. Um, you just you get into that third period. Giordano scores that goal, and it, the place was going nuts. It was berserk. Kind of feel it, you know, and you just thought, well, we kind of got this thing in the bag, but that's why you got to play till the, the till the number reads zero. They can never let up. And we kind of took that bad penalty, and they scored a goal there and, and uh, tied it back up at three, and then they get an empty netter. That's the way she goes sometimes. You know that the Kraken would have really loved to win that home opener on their inaugural season, but right. sometimes that's just not the way the cookie crumbles for you. Yeah, it was four to two, so it wasn't three. But the point is – Oh, did I say three? No, I said three. Uh, I'm just correcting myself. That's all. Got it. But, yeah, yeah, you know those guys wanted that game. And, you know, we did eventually get a win at home. The so. energy the energy in the place was just berserk. And I think that, you know, every player on the ice was feeling it. And the Canucks just got the better of them. And that's, that's the way it goes with hockey. It can be anybody's game. Well, and I think, you know, the team is dealing with, like, firsts all the time. It's the first of this. It's the first of that. It's the first game at home, and I think you could tell there was a little bit of those, like, jitters, you know, those butterflies in that first period. We score a goal, and it's like, okay, we've got that out of the way. Or, like, we can do this. Um, and so, you know, you just deal with that stuff as it comes, and uh, it was a hell of a game. Fun to watch. And, Absolutely. Like, so much fun. Rivalry, it was, you know? Just the energy in the place was, was you know, spine-tingling. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, speaking of the place, let's talk a little bit about the stadium itself, Climate Pledge Arena, the greenhouse. Uh, what'd you see? What'd you like? Well, I really liked what I saw. 
I'll right. say that. You know, it was a new stadium. The place was clean. We kind of walked, got a chance to walk around the whole place and sit down in a bunch of different seats and kind of just see what the view would be like if you had these seats over here, or these seats over here. And it seemed like, you know, there's not a seat in the place that you don't get a really good view of all the action on the ice. And that's, you know, some places you don't really get that. You get some of those nosebleed seats and you're so far away you can't see or the place is too steep and you feel like you're going to fall down the play. I, you know, right. there's a girder in the way and you can't even see yeah, or... you got the one steel post, the one seat behind the steel post. But right. there's none of that. The place was really nice. And, uh, you know, the, the concessions were a little expensive, but I think that's kind of to be expected, especially, you know, coming right out of the gates as the, the newest arena in the country for NHL. Oh, and they gave out little towels at every seat when we first sat down that had the little Kraken logo on them so everybody could swing them around their heads whenever we scored a goal, which we did. It was great. Yeah, yeah. They they did a lot of those cool little things. I like the the layout. I know some people kind of complained about how close everything is when you get down and you're walking around the main, like, terminal. The concourse, know, yeah. The main concourse there, but uh... – you know, there's not much you can do about that. But I think the ease, you kind of have one entry and it goes up or down, right? So you can either go up the stairs and you have access to that second level. Or you go in, you, you have access all the way down. So it wasn't like some of these places where it's like a labyrinth to get up to the top level and like get to your seats and then you're totally isolated. Um, right. No, everything is pretty close to where you're at. And then the lines all seem to move really fast, too, because they've got, you know, the digital payment system where you just flash your phone under the little scanner and you can take whatever you want. Right. You you're, you're out. Tumblers so you can fill your own non-alcoholic beverages by yourself and just charge it to the game, baby. Right. And uh, even the places where you couldn't just walk in, walk out, they it's all like self-checkout. So there's like nine or ten little checkout stations. So you can go up, grab your food, essentially. You don't have to wait. If it's like done, you can go grab it and just walk up there and pay and get out. So And if, if um, that's not your thing, you know, there's there's still the bar and the bartender's always there to, you know, satisfy your urge to chat with a total stranger if that's what you need. Right, right. That's true. Although I got to say, you know, all the bar bars are exclusive. So right. there's, there's, one, there's one down at this. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a bar. It's just where they were serving drinks. Right. Right. The bartender actually uh, mooched my little Kraken logo towel off me. I felt bad. <laughs> he was like, man, all I want is one of those towels. I was like, dude, here. That's interesting. That. That's cool. Yeah. But what I was going to say is that. Uh, the bars, like if you want a cocktail, like they're all yeah, the exclusive clubs. clubs at either ends of the place. So when you go expect to, you know, have your choice of beer and a couple of these like Jack Daniels and lemonade type cocktails. But other than that, like you're not getting anything like that unless you splurge for the club level. So, but I will say like that lower concourse, uh, really cool. There was like that was a mile long to get into the team store and you just admire the dedication of the fans like just just gonna stand in line as long as it takes to get in there you know whatever you gotta do to get your sweater yeah so sweater and that's where they had the live wall so they had all those air plants right oh yeah they've got a whole wall that's got plants all growing off of it that's supposed to be the the best instagram selfie spot in the place 
And it was pretty cool. You walk down there and it's got all these little canvas planters sticking out of it with a bunch of little saplings of all sorts of different types of plants. I bet if you were some kind of botanist, you'd be like, hmm, <laughs> I don't know any Latin names, but this is Artemis Platoris. <laughs> right, right. Yep. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's a cool little, uh, little piece that they added. It's obviously kind of an homage to them wanting to be carbon neutral, right? By 2040, I think it is. Very so cool. bringing nature inside and, and making sure people are thinking about it. I think everything's like compostable and recyclable. That's right. Um, and then, you know, just the little touches. They had that area where they're like projecting the sea on the like the ocean on the uh, roof. So yeah, you look up the ceiling of the place. When you walk down the end of the green wall, You and actually some other places on the concourse too, I noticed, uh, yeah. you look up and it looks like you're underwater. Yeah. Yeah, the seats were great. The seats we got were great. We had a bunch of really nice neighbors sitting around us. Yeah, yeah, I want to shout out two, those guys. Yeah, we had two guys from Colorado sitting up behind us that were just uh, some – lucky dudes that just happened to buy the tickets on the internet were just in town and they were like we gotta go and they were real nice yeah and uh austin and his mom julie on our right and eddie and carmel on our left and we made we made friends with them it was enjoyable right and uh, they're season ticket holders as well so we're going to be spending a lot of time with them so it's nice to get along with some cool people it's a cool section we're like three rows up from the edge so you feel like you're right there. And, and I think, you know, these guys, the architects and everything, the angle is just right. Like you said, it's not too steep. So you get a good view. You feel like you're on top of the game. And, um, yeah, you feel all that energy, those waves of energy, like coming up from the ice from everybody below you. So uh, all in all, I think it was really, really awesome. So, Oh, yeah. What about uh, some of the on-the-ice stuff, like the pregame and things like that? Yeah, some people I, I talked to about this sort of stuff had some uh, quips and qualms about how the, they didn't spring for bigger production, uh, kind of like the Vegas Golden Knights have in their pregame with the uh, LED 3D holographic ice holograms and, you know, some of the other really big, you know, uh, show showy stuff that they do before the games and in between the periods. And, uh, I mean, we had Ann Wilson from Hart sing the national anthem, which was awesome. surprised me because I, you know, personally hadn't thought about her, but Hart was always a staple in my house growing up. And, uh, right, and she's local, like we talked about. So, I mean, they did go out and get somebody local. It's just somebody that kind of flew under our radar. Feel like, Oh, that was obvious. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. They did a lot of cool things. I think, you know, they had a bunch of people come like during the intermissions between periods, kind of hype up the crowd. Yeah, Russell Wilson and Sierra popped in. Yeah. Gary Payton, Sue Bird, Macklemore, Sean Kemp. And it's a laundry list of just people, you know, kind of welcoming the Kraken. And they had a local member of the military, Will Swenson, who won the Medal of Honor, uh, pop up, and they did a homage to him. And that was yeah. really cool. Yeah, and and we kind of have the benefit of because when we're doing this episode, you know, we can 
now look forward to some of the other games that we've been to and kind of say like, hey, this is something cool that they continue to do. They can, they continue, it seems like, that second intermission to honor members of the military, local members of the military and stuff like that, which I think is amazing. It seems uh, like maybe just for the home opener, they might have had some construction deadlines that were just maybe a little too tight for them to make. Because uh, when I went to the Rangers game, I did notice they had a lot more uh, lights and stuff shining down on the ice. They did a projection of some of the action with Tanev scoring goals and, you know, Giordano out there making the good passes. And they also had both teams' logos flying around the ice on either side before warm-ups and stuff like that. So yeah, it, so it seems like it's a work in progress, but it's yeah. it was a lot of fun. I heard that they, you know, at the time that home opener, they hadn't been able to install all those LEDs that they needed. So yeah, um, yeah, the lights. But I think it's with everything; it's all going to build as the season goes along, and we're going to find our place. The fans are going to find their place. I mean, heck, we were super loud. I think um, when we needed to be, and maybe some other points when we weren't. But all in all, I think it's a good spot for hockey and. I would say the one thing is like, you know, their their whole thing is being carbon neutral and a lot of people drive into the game. It's going to be the huge carbon footprint. So I think they're going to have to do something with the, the monorail or whatever, because that's their like huge um, push is for everybody to take the monorail. But it was like a 40 minute wait. Oh, did, did you have to wait at the monorail? The, the cup, the let's see, I didn't have to ride it. Oh, we did ride it on the way in to the Rangers game and on the way out. But we kind of – we it was maybe a 40-minute wait on the way in, but on the way out we were like – I right. don't know. We must have just kind of pieced out a little ahead of everybody because we caught on the first train and it was out of there. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I just remember that line, that first that opening game being like, eh, I'm just walking it. And I walked the la- uh, this last time too. So – you just walk out of there, man. But yeah, yeah, it's not that far. They um that far to Westlake. Walking's not driving, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, so yeah. oh yeah, here's what you gotta try. Wait till like wait till like the third period is a good couple minutes in, right? Everybody's all fired up, everybody's had a few, and then go like this. I can make your hands clap and see how many people go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Totally. It's yeah. The funniest thing ever. Because you'll catch a few. <laughs> yeah. All right, master. Yeah. Um, my thing, I think, is that, you know, people are, you know, doing this like, let's go Kraken. Let's go Kraken. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Which now they do during the goal, which I think is cool with lithium and everything. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Nirvana song. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking if people want to start that cheer, let's go Kraken, then I want to yell back. Fear the deep, you know what I mean? Because that's <laughs> yeah. our like catchphrase, so mm-hmm. it should be a call and an answer, right? So. Yeah, you got to do something different because that you don't want your arena to just be like every other hockey arena in the right. league. And it's some fun. of these chants, like "Let's go, crack it," I don't know. They can they could do it, but they they do that at every other every other arena right. in the place, right? There's a bunch of other ones too. The ones where they yell the last name of the goalie a bunch of times 
and then they go, you suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? They've been doing that at hockey games forever. And it's whoever's sitting behind the away team goalie. And, you know, that stuff is all played out. Booing the refs when they come out. I don't appreciate that. Those guys are out there just like everybody else. You may not like the calls, but I'd like to see you get down there and make those calls. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. I didn't hear a lot of that this last time, but I will say it is funny to see them because they come out first. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So they, they play like they play the uh, uh, the the Darth Vader music when they <laughs> dun, 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 dun. yeah uh, you know yeah I mean that's the way it is at sports crazy. arena I'm just glad that I haven't seen anybody like uh, at the Rangers game there were some other uh, guys it was like you know a group of four guys sitting up behind us and sometimes you get those four guys and they start pounding beers, and it's like, the guys that were sitting behind me, they were real nice. It was awesome. Everybody that's been there has been totally super cool to be around. And yeah. that's that's what I want to see. I don't want to see people in the stands in Seattle beating up somebody from Nashville or something like that. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, certainly haven't seen any of that. I think, uh, I think we're progressing. I think, uh, you know, the production or whatever that they're trying to put out on the ice is better. I think the team's going to continue to get better. And so, Oh yeah. They're it, was moving. A, it was a heck of a start and a really fun night. And you know, I like climate pledge. I like the greenhouse. Me too. I'll go there and I'll even spend the $20 on beers. I don't care. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think it's really cool that they've got the window in the top uh, behind the home goal where people can walk up and just watch part of the game. Albeit from far away, you can still just walk right up to the place from outside the building and still catch a glimpse of what's going on in there. Yeah, That's super cool. It is. And I found out they do have a curtain. So if they want to like close it for the playoffs or something like that or whatever. But yeah, somebody's leave it open. They're calling it Tightwad Terrace. So <laughs> I like I, it. I like that a lot. I am that was not me. I am pretty sure I'm the one who the first one who called called climate pledge the greenhouse for sure but uh definitely that was not me so tightwad take credit for tightwad terrace whoever came up with that kudos to you clever well done so so yeah i mean this is uh i think unless you have something else. no that was that was our first uh that was our take on our first first chance to see the kraken live up front at home and that was it it was great and, and we have season tickets, so we're going to be at quite a few games this season. So it's going to be fun to kind of be able to see those guys live. And, and Hopefully many seasons to come. Yep, for sure. So as always, we want to thank you for uh, listening and tuning in. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on social media. And uh, we'll see you back here real soon for the next Stick around time. for the upcoming episode. We're going to get into – a bunch of the games that we've had since the home opener. We're yep. going to talk about Buffalo, Arizona, and a few of these other ones that we're coming through here. Yeah, got to play a little catch-up, right, Doug? We're going to talk about the guys in the injury reserve that have been in and out. We're going to talk about a bunch of the other stuff that's been going on with the team, too. So come back and join us. Let us know what you think. Hello out there. Thanks, you guys. On the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey.
hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.